Welcome to Global Outpouring, where we contend for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit promised in Joel 2.28, and we equip for the outpouring so that we may engage in the outpouring. I'm Philip Buss. And I'm Sharon Buss. Welcome to the podcast today. We have with us Mary Lois Little, who is on our staff, and part of the time she's living in Israel normally, but these days uh, things aren't quite normal. So, so she's been, she's been here for such a time as this. And we have been having a daily prayer call nearly every day, um, except for Fridays. And we pray together on the phone with intercessors and God brought a subject to us that we knew it was from his heart and we wanted to share it with you. It's about how the Holy Spirit goes to school. So Mary Lois, welcome to our podcast again. We had you with us uh, quite a while ago. I'll put a link to the last one that we did with you because it was so full of fantastic testimonies. Um, I won't take time to go there, but I just want to encourage everyone to go there and listen to that podcast because it was powerful. So welcome today. Thank you, Sharon. Thank you, Philip. It's a delight to be with you again on this wonderful Global Outpouring podcast. We praise God for it. Amen. 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 So we've been doing this prayer call since November of 2020, and it's just been powerful to pray together been. with the intercessors. And we ask the Lord every day, what is on your heart? Mm -hmm. what, what is it you want us to pray, Holy Spirit? What's on our Father's heart to pray? And he always gives us something of significance. And we, we pray together and we intercede and we pray the word of God and and all these things that the Lord has taught us to do as intercessors. And uh, this subject of the Holy Spirit goes to school just resonated in both of us. And I said, Mary Lois, we need to do a podcast on this. Amen. <laughs> so do you remember what scriptures were, were coming and, and how that kind of came together? Yes, we've been thinking about this. And I personally didn't realize that we were coming up to the time when kids all over the United States are going to be going back to school. And one of our other intercessors, we had been praying a little bit and for the United States. And one of the other intercessors said, I feel like we need to pray for the children because they're getting ready to go back to school. Mm -hmm. And one of the scriptures that came up right about that time is Matthew 19, verse 14, suffer little children, and forbid them not to come unto me, for such is the kingdom of heaven. And we began to flow in that crying out to the Lord for his hand to be upon the children. And, and we just were praying and interceding. And Patty, uh, one of our intercessors, began to see a vision of a little third grade boy in a classroom setting. And she saw that he got up and Third grade, you know, you're talking about an eight-year-old or something like that, at least. The power of the Holy Spirit was upon this little guy, and he got up in the class and began to get everybody's attention because he had a word from God and he was going to preach. And all of a sudden, Patty said, the Holy Spirit's going to school. It was <laughs> electrified and I said, amen, amen. And we started to pray for an outpouring of Holy Spirit on the children, on 
every age group across this nation um, for this new school year. I believe the Holy Spirit has quickened my heart to say we must take this as a real sense of responsibility yes. from, mm. from the uh, Holy Spirit and not just for, you know, your kids or your grandkids or your even some of the intercessors I know are great grandmas. And, um, but I felt it's a national call mm-hmm. of, of the ecclesia because to pray for Holy Spirit this school year to go to every school in this nation from the smallest little country school to one of the largest schools in, let's say, Chicago or New York or yes. Los Angeles, the yes. Miami, the big cities of this nation. Yeah, and, and I really believe there's nothing too hard for our God, for Holy Spirit to visit in power and in glory to visit our schools, to visit our children yes. at whatever age, and the teachers as well, in the name yes. of Jesus, amen. amen. Absolutely. Get the teachers, Lord. The oh. teachers, absolutely. Yeah. Some of the teachers are just struggling, the believers are struggling to to maintain their jobs mm-hmm. and their faith at the same time. Yeah. Exactly. And it's very difficult in, in the situation that we have right now. And so many... And I don't fault them, but so many Christians have pulled their children out of school. And I understand that. Yeah. There's good reason for it. But at the same time, you have to know what you're supposed to do. You have to hear from God. And then there are those that don't have any choice. Right. Exactly. God is the God of all hope. That's right. Mm -hmm. And that's what I I feel is part of the call. Um, And I'm very feeling the weighty presence of the Holy Spirit on this, that God give us hope. Yes. God give us prayers to pray for the parents, for the teachers, the children, all of those, that they would know that the outpouring of the Holy Spirit is for them. Exactly. With all great hope. Yes. Amen. Yes, exactly. I've heard so many stories through the years of how God uses children. Whenever there's revival, whenever there's an outpouring of the Holy Spirit, the children are ready to receive. Yeah. They they, they don't have all of the all of the blocking and yeah. and and the unlearning of of religious stuff or anti-Christ stuff in their lives that maybe adults have, yeah. you know? and or religious thinking. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Religious or irreligious. Yeah. Either right. way. <laughs> Either way, we 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 grow up and gather filters. But the children yeah. haven't grown up yet, and they are open to the things of God. And, and Jesus loves the little children. Absolutely. Uh, you know, that scripture that we started with, what you quoted was, was King James, of course, but yeah. you know, you might also say, Jesus said, let the little children come to right. me, because people don't understand suffer the little children. It yeah. means allow them. It means permit them. Yeah. Let them come to me, because that's what the kingdom of God is about. Amen. That's absolutely correct. Because the call is to every generation. That's right. Yeah. It's the call of the generations. And we must understand that God's working in every generation, the fathers, the sons, and the grandsons, and put it at every level 
grandmothers, <laughs> mothers, yeah. and right. granddaughters. Uh, this is such a, a Holy Spirit awakening. Yes. An yeah. awakening of the generations, and he has no preference one generation over another. Absolutely not. The hunger of children is what Jesus was talking about. We have to understand they are not little spirits. They have the same spirit in as big as you mm-hmm. and me. That's right. And and so they are hungry for the same things, but just maybe not articulated the same way. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, it's, it's interesting. Uh, one of my favorite stories of God moving on children uh, happened among the Huguenots in France in yeah. the late 1600s when, you know, there were, there were wars going on, religious wars. The Catholic Church was persecuting the Protestants horrifically. They were being hung. They were being burned at the stake. They were being put on the rack. They, you know, just horrible, horrible yeah. things. And the Holy Spirit would come on the children mm. and prophesy. And the thing was, they, they would step up and preach in perfect eloquent French when it wasn't their native tongue. I mean, three-year-olds, mm-hmm. uh, babies in the cribs mm-hmm. were, were stepping up and preaching in French when, when they were accustomed to using a different language in that area of France. And, and they would prophesy and encourage and give the people faith and mm-hmm. give the people hope. That's right. Just, just like you're talking about the mm-hmm. importance of hope in this time. And I, I just want us to understand our responsibility as adults to be covering our children right. and to be praying for our children and to be doing the spiritual warfare over our children and not just our children, not just our no. grandchildren or great-grandchildren onto the third and fourth generations. Mm-hmm. We, we are responsible to pray over the whole school systems that they're in. And Patty, the intercessor we were talking about earlier, just shared with us that she has gotten a list of all of the school districts in her state. And she put it into into her Bible right by that scripture Mm -hmm. about Mm -hmm. letting the children come to me. Exactly. And don't forbid them. Don't stop them. Mm -hmm. And so she's praying not only for where her grandchildren might be going or her children or whosoever. She is praying over all the districts in her state. Amen. And it's not hard to find that information. And I would highly recommend that we do, do these kind of things because there is, you know, it's a touch point. Right. It, you you can have a list and you can lay hands on that list of school districts, the people who are the principals of those school districts right. and the superintendents and the school board and all the, all of those things. And you can lay hands on that. You can anoint it for with oil and you can believe and we can all believe for all over this nation that Holy Spirit is going to have his way in Every school of this nation. Yes. Amen. In the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. And not Hallelujah. just K through 12, but up no. into the universities yes. And, yes. and even into the graduate schools. Amen. Because that's where we need to stand and believe that Holy Spirit is going to anoint the young people, the mm. college age kids, the graduate level even. And I've heard young people come up, uh, some of the things that I've watched, let the anointing of the Holy Spirit yes. come on them with the ability to speak so articulate and so succinctly as Daniel was and the three Hebrew children, they had that 
excellent spirit. That's right. And we believe, I believe that can come on the generations from kindergarten, even preschool, yes. all the way up to that graduate level. Yes, and that they are the influencers. Yes. They are who Holy Spirit is going to use to be the influencers on this nation and bring down this demonic strategy that's out there to take over our school systems. Yeah. And we put a stop to it in the name of Jesus. Amen? Amen. Amen. You know, Mary Lois, last Friday night, we, we have a, uh, a Friday night live worship service that we do every Friday night normally. And uh, last Friday night, the Holy Spirit really anointed you with a powerful message that, that's kind of a back to the basics message, but it, it's, it's about spiritual warfare and the weapons of our warfare. And let's just touch on some of those points of how we can use these weapons. What weapons do we need to use in our intercession, like using the name of Jesus Christ? Of course. I think the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And I want you to know, we use this in authority because of the authority that's been given to us, the authority that's in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's his name that has the power to uh, speak peace to a storm, you know? That's right. And, uh, and not not just as a like a good luck charm. Absolutely not. But it's something that we believe in. It's because mm -hmm. of our faith in the mighty power of the name of Jesus that causes what comes out of our mouth in his name to have an effect. Absolutely. And I think then you've got, after the name of Jesus, of course, is the power of the blood of Jesus. Oh, yes. There's... I don't know what there is that God put inside of us in this hour, but there is the power of the blood of Jesus. And if you do not understand the power of the blood of Jesus, I heard it said and I use it. I used to decree it against um, in praying for people um, deliverance. And I would say the blood of Jesus is against you because that blood is alive and it's real mm-hmm. and, and, and mm-hmm. it wouldn't take but a few seconds and that person was set free. Amen. I want us to know, uh, get a hold of the power of the blood. Yes. Get a hold of understanding what pleading the blood is. Pleading uh, the blood is a, uh, a legal term right. and that we we bring to bear the everything that Jesus accomplished mm-hmm. in shedding his blood upon a, a matter. Bring the blood as as a weapon, yes, so as a weapon of warfare against the works of hell in our prayers. Right. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing uh, Lou Ingalls say here not too long ago, "Plead the blood, plead the blood, plead the blood," and he just kept saying, "Plead the blood." Well, I want you to understand the pleading of the blood is to bring the authority of the blood of Jesus Christ to bear over what we're praying about. Hallelujah. Amen. I I just want to add to that. You know, it's not a matter of pleading like begging. No, it's It's not. It's like a legal term. Like if if you go to court, they'll ask you, how do you plead? Mm -hmm. Do you plead guilty? Do you plead not guilty? I plead the blood. We plead the, the blood bl- of Jesus Christ. Yes. It, it sets me free oh. from my guilt. Sister Gwen wrote a, 
powerful little booklet called The Power of the Precious Blood. Yes, we'll, and we'll mention I, it in our you, notes. Yeah, put a link to our bookstore and you can get it. But get it, grab a hold of the anointing that is in pleading the blood and bringing it. The other phrase that the Holy Spirit gave me many years ago was bring it to bear. Yes. Mm-hmm. If I'm praying over a matter, I'm going to say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I bring the blood of Jesus to bear over this situation for my for my friend who I'm praying about. Okay? That's what God does. Let's see. What else do we have, Sharon? Um, I think we need to bring in Revelation oh, chapter yeah. 12, 12, verses 10. Yeah. And 11 that says, yes. now, now is, is come, come salvation, salvation and, and strength, strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the, the accuser, accuser of our brethren is cast, cast down, down, which accused them before our God day and night, and they, they overcame him by the, the blood of the, of the Lamb and by the word of their, their testimony, testimony. And they loved not their lives unto the death. And this is how we overcome the accuser. Amen. He's accusing us all the time, 24-7, accusing, 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 day and night, night and day, day and night. And he's not only accusing us in front of God, he's accusing us to each other yeah. and accusing God to us and accusing, accusing, accusing. He's just lying he's all an accuser. the time. That's all he does. All he knows how to do is lie and kill and steal and destroy. Mm. But the blood. The blood blood. of Jesus Christ is what sets us free because when he said, when Jesus said, it is finished, Mm -hmm. when he said that on the cross, that's exactly what he meant. Exactly. That it is finished. The power of death over mankind, the power Mm -hmm. of sin to bring death over mankind. Jesus paid it all for every single one of us. Mm-hmm. Now, Mary Lois, I'd like for you to tell that story of your son. Oh, yes. Well, we had homeschooled our kids uh, for oh, a couple of years, and we put them back into public school. Brian, I think, was in the ninth grade at the time. And he <laughs> came home from school. He had an English class at the end of the day, uh, and he came home to tell me the story that the teacher wanted to teach them some kind of m- new age meditation. And he knew that that wasn't uh, good. <laughs> and he said she had some uh, directive or, you know, a, a scripted kind of message to give them and how to quiet and this and that. And, and Brian just started pleading the blood. He under just breath. under his breath, he started praying, the um, pleading the blood of Jesus, decreeing the blood of Jesus over the classroom and over the everybody there. And the teacher, the teacher kept exhorting them, uh, "Come on, get with it, get with it. You can do this." And Brian would pray even more, pleading the blood. And finally, the teacher, in exasperation, just stopped it and said. This is the worst I've had all day. You don't want to get this at all. And Brian came home to tell me um, the victory through the shed blood of Jesus kept kept that entire class free from demonic suggestion and impartation that was happening in the classroom. So this is why we need to understand and we need to teach the children and you know, beloved, if you have little ones, if you have big ones <laughs> in the name of Jesus, just 
let your example of pleading the blood in your household, in your prayers, mm-hmm. be a voice to your family. Yes. It, it voices out and, and declaring in your prayers and teach your children these things. Teach them about the name of Jesus and the power of the blood of Jesus. Yes. 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 One, one of the favorite prayers that I have in praying for family and praying for loved ones and this one and that one, whosoever. One of my favorite prayers is, Lord, I plead the blood of Jesus Christ, or I bring the blood of Jesus Christ to bear over their spirit, soul, and body, over their mind, their will, and their emotions, over their thought processes, and over the influences in their life. Amen. And then we also have the power of praying scriptures. Absolutely. There's Mm -hmm. so many scriptures that we can pray. Um, One of my favorites for the the children is Isaiah 54, 13. And and if you know the context of the book of Isaiah, Mm -hmm. you know that the latter part of Isaiah 52 and Isaiah 53 is all about a prophetic word of what Jesus would be and how he was wounded for our transgressions and bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his stripes we were healed and how uh, God was going to give his soul as a sacrifice for sin. And, and all of these things. And then in the very next chapter, mm-hmm. you find this beautiful verse 13, Isaiah 54, 13. All your children shall be taught of the Lord mm-hmm. and great shall be the peace of your children. And of course, that word peace is the word shalom. shalom. Amen. Yeah. And that word shalom, I'll, I'll just give you some words from the outline of biblical usage that's in the Blue Letter Bible app that I have on my phone. It means completeness, soundness. This is great shall be the completeness, soundness, welfare, uh, safety, uh, health, prosperity, quiet, tranquility, contentment, friendship, and even uh, with God, especially in covenantal relationship. And then, of course, it's peace as from war to be in a safe, a safe place of peace. And peace is an adjective. It's one of the, the most important words in the Hebrew. Absolutely. Wow. They're yeah. uh, having the privilege to be part of what God has uh, sent the ministry of global outpouring to do in Israel for many years. The most important word you can say to anybody, uh, they greet one another. They greet one another, shalom, shalom. And, you know, if it's not Shabbat, if it's not near Shabbat, then you get greeted shalom, shalom, which means double peace. Mm-hmm. Or perfect peace. Or perfect peace. Mm-hmm. They want to say a perfect peace to you. And it's the rarest thing. I don't think there's any other nation that has a greeting that when you meet somebody, you say shalom. When you say goodbye to someone, you say shalom. What greater blessing can you have for one another is to speak the peace of God to one another. Right. And they even ask, how's your peace? Yes. Mm. So great shall be the peace Peace. of your children. Mm -hmm. What other scriptures do you have, Mary Lois, that we can pray over the children? Well, I think one of my favorites is just for the sake of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, um, thinking about the schools. Remember in Acts chapter 2, let me read Acts chapter 2, 17, And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. 
but I think the most poignant one here in Acts chapter 2 is 38 and 39. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is unto you and to your children, to your children, beloved, yeah. mm-hmm. and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Yes. Um, and I think one of the key things is being a prayerful over children that are going out into the new school year this year, um, praying for them to um, be covered in the blood, and um, but decreeing these scriptures. Amen. We yes. want the Holy Spirit to be upon our children and upon this nation as they go back, because in the name of Jesus, all of this darkness has to bow its knee. Yes. And we're going to decree these holy scriptures, and they are. It's the holy word of God. Absolutely. And yeah. uh, what does it say? It says that the word of God is not going to pass away. That's all right. right? Mm-hmm. And, and it's I, sharper than a two-edged sword. It's t- sharper than any two-edged sword. So we can use that sword of the word of God and bring it to bear over demonic structures that are over schools. That's I remember right. some years ago, Gene and I were living in Louisville, Kentucky, in ministry with friends there. And Gene was substitute teaching, and he was called to go in for about a week, I guess it was. He uh, he was called to go into a school where they had rooms for kids. If they started hurting themselves, they would put them in a room where they couldn't hurt themselves. Oh, my. Mm. And I needed the car that particular day, and I went with Gene, and he said, let's pray before I go. And I said, okay, we're going to pray. And I began, because the demonic activity in the school was horrendous. And so we started praying and the Lord told me to pray against the demonic principalities over the school and to separate the principalities Mm -hmm. and powers and so on in Ephesians chapter six. And okay, father, in the name of Jesus, um, uh, we just stand for all of our nation's, yeah, Lord, all of our nation's schools right now in the name of Jesus. And Father, we just ask for your army, your angel army. If you would send your angel armies in, in to bring down and we pull down with the word of God. Yea, so Jesus, uh, out of Ephesians chapter six, verse 12, father, that against the principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Father, separate each one of those with the blood of Jesus yes. and that they will be bound in Jesus' yes. name. They are not permitted to work this year in this United States yes. over the schools by faith in you, by faith in what seems impossible but is there anything too hard for you? Absolutely not. So Heavenly Father, let the power of your blood of Jesus and this word, Father, we stand against it. We take the sword of the Spirit and cut the demonic structures of each one of those off of every school in 
America. Yes. And we decree that scripture out of Isaiah 54. Lord, we decree that great shall be the peace of these children. Yes. And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord and great shall there be their peace. And Lord, I just decree that the angels of the living God with the ministry of peace shall come to every so come to every school district in this nation yes. this year, oh God, and we are going to see a glory outpouring, the fire yes. and the glory of the living God coming down in every school. Yes. And yes. Holy Spirit yes. is going to go to school with your yes. glory, Holy Spirit, with the fire, Holy Spirit, with the power of the living God to come. Yes. And we will see a revival, uh, a fiery revival of your glory in the midst of everything every school in this nation. Father, I look and I see in the spirit, Northern California, mm. and I just mm. decree that Northern California, oh, Lord, oh, I decree so. that Northern California is going to see um, shaking and a moving. They've had fires oh. in the natural, but they're going to have a fire of the Holy Ghost yes. Uh, yes. in every yes. school district in California. Father, let it flow like a fiery lava flow of power and glory. All the way down from the north of California, all the way down to San Diego and its borders. Yes. Heavenly Father, we just decree and and we just believe uh, for the demonic strongholds and strategies uh, to be pulled down and broken to the glory of God in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen, amen and amen. amen. So what happened, yeah. a P.S. at the end here, Gene <laughs> um, came in and the teacher's the teacher said to him at the end of the day, that's the best day I've had in months around here. Wow. And so, beloved, think it not strange <laughs> right, right. when you get the kind of ans answers to prayer uh, in these matters. That's right. Amen and amen. That's right. That's right. I'm also reminded of the story that Patty told of, uh, I'm not sure whether it was the, the revival in Pensacola or some other place yes. that she was talking mm -hmm. about, but she heard testimony of because of the move of the spirit that was going on and how it was affecting the, the young people as well, that the teacher was in the classroom waiting for the students to get there and it was time for the class to start and the students weren't there. And she went out into the hallway and discovered that all of the students were slain in the spirit all over the hallway. So glory to God. The Thank Holy you, Ghost Jesus. went to school. The Holy Ghost went to school then, and the Holy Ghost is going to go to school now, this school year, until Jesus comes in the name of Jesus. Why yes. not? Amen. Yes. Amen. And now, Mary Lois, you also have a book there by Barbara Potts. Tell us about it. And you've been sharing some of the scriptures and some of the things from that mm -hmm. uh, in our prayer calls. And uh, so tell us tell us what oh, that is, and, and right. we'll put it in the show notes for those that are listening to this on mm -hmm. the Charisma Podcast Network. All right. Barbara Potts, uh, an intercessor out in the Washington, D.C. area, wrote the book Praying with Authority and Power. And uh, the subtitle is Taking Dominion Through Scriptural Prayers and Prophetic Decrees. And I want you to take note of that phrase, the Holy Spirit is going to school. That is a prophetic decree in the name of Jesus for this nation. Amen? Amen. In this, she has a declaration to make over the youth of this nation, but I, I feel like the agenda of the enemy is ugly, 
And so even though this says for the youth, I believe it's a powerful prayer. She, she has put together a compilation of tremendous information here. And this generation, she's praying over this generation and uh, she has a, a prayer that's quite powerful and I highly recommend you get this book. Um, she's got categories. It's got a lot of categories, but especially uh, this one for uh, our children. Let me just read the opening prayer. It's uh, from the, the prayer. Um, uh, you'll recognize it, Jabez. Almighty God and Father, may you bless our children indeed. May you enlarge their territory. May your hand be upon them to keep them from evil, that they would not cause harm, Mm -hmm. but would be filled to overflowing with power from on high to do mighty exploits. And we declare from your word that those who are wayward in spirit will, we decree it today, gain understanding and accept instruction. Isaiah 29, 24, escape the trap of the devil. Yes. Second Timothy 2, 26, cleanse themselves from ignoble purposes so that they will be instruments for noble purposes. Yes. Make holy, useful to the master and prepared to do good work. And it goes on. It's a lengthy prayer. And we just thank God for it. These kind of decrees. Um, Sharon, you had one from... Yes, I just wanted to mention that mm-hmm. uh, Patricia Shirer has a beautiful blog on, in goingbeyond.com, speaking God's word over our kiddos. And she tells about the declaration that she speaks over her sons. And I'll just give you a few sentences of it. Uh, and I'll, I'll put a link to it in the uh, in the show notes on Charisma Podcast Network. You are a man of integrity and character. She's saying this to her boys. You're a man of integrity and character. You will love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your strength. You will be a blessing to your teachers and a blessing to your friends. You are the head and not the tail. You are above mm-hmm. and not beneath. You are a leader and not a follower. And it goes on, and and I, I don't want to take time to to read more of it, but you can you can find it, and you can pray a prayer like that over your children, and over your whoever is important to you, uh, your children, grandchildren, nieces, nephews, whoever, and it's time for us to take up this banner mm-hmm. of the purposes of God that we become responsible, that yes. we that we take on the the heart of our father because it's the heart of our father to see this generation transformed to see this outpouring of his holy spirit over everybody on the planet but let's start with our schools let's start with god moving in our schools and and you know this kind of move is always the result of prayer yeah. so you know we could we could tell story after story of revivals that came but but they start with prayer yeah that's right And so that's why it's so important for us to step up at whatever level we're at. Mm -hmm. And and another thing that's that's one of those weapons of warfare is praying in tongues. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Praying in tongues is vital in this hour because sometimes the way it it has functioned in my life on many, many times is just praying in the spirit. And all of a sudden you get this phrase in English and one that happened to me just uh, some months ago was I heard 
uh, as we were praying on a prayer call and uh, with our team. And I heard the Lord say, sonic boom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and the Holy Spirit just began to speak to us about the power of praying in tongues, especially in a corporate setting. But, um, but don't, if you can't be with other people, it doesn't matter. Just pray in tongues. And a sonic boom is pretty loud. Mm-hmm. So that means let's get loud with our tongues. Yes. And don't just be a little whisperer. You know, sometimes we just ha- we don't have the opportunity uh, or we're in a situation that doesn't allow yeah. us to be too loud. But, beloved, if you can go get in your car and sit in the car and nobody can bother you, you can pray full tilt, 100 mm-hmm percent in tongues and believe God that whatever is on your heart from uh, to take before the Lord, you will have a a language and you will have a warfare in the Holy Ghost with your prayer language. Hallelujah. Amen. And and just to just to circle back on that, the praying in tongues under your breath when you don't have an opportunity is also critical. Absolutely. And, And it is life changing. It will build you up in your most holy faith praying in the Holy Ghost. That's what it says in Jude one twenty. So we're just so glad that you've been with us today, Mary Lois, and, and that, that all of our listeners have been with us today. Uh, we want to encourage you. Yeah. Get out there in prayer. Find yourself a prayer partner if you don't have one yet. Get on the phone together, pray together, wh- whatever it takes. But let's become responsible to see that the Holy Spirit is going, going to school. To school. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the podcasting platform suggest this podcast to other listeners who are also looking for a great move of the Holy Spirit. Check out our website at globaloutpouring.org to find out more information, read our blogs, connect with us, and donate. You can also browse our web store for life-changing anointed books. Until next time, this is Sharon Buss. And I'm Philip Buss. God bless you with his overwhelming, loving presence. Mm -hmm.